in-depth, investigative. This is KXAN News. And on this Friday, we're looking out at Circuit of the Americas, where you see a few puffy clouds in the sky. Storms are in the forecast tonight, however, bringing the risk of flash flooding. We're currently under a flood watch. The Lower Colorado River Authority is closely monitoring rainfall and inflows into the Highland Lakes and is ready to move floodwaters downstream if it's necessary. Lake Travis has a lot of room for rain. It now is just about 45% full. And I think that, Nick, everyone is wondering what is the timeline of this? Mm -hmm. What can we expect? Yeah, it's both something that we want and something that we don't want, mm -hmm. especially right. on a weekend. But here it is, just hours away from the beginning of uh, potentially some very heavy rain. Our flood watch here begins in just two hours from now and lasts through at least Saturday evening at 8. A flood watch means conditions are prime for the development of storms that could cause flash flooding, stream creek flooding, and eventually even some river flooding. So we want you ready for the flooding as we head into tonight and this weekend. Thankfully, right now we're relatively quiet. Had a couple of spotty showers pop up uh, through the Austin area and those have now dried up, but there's the potential for a strong storm or two later on tonight, especially carrying some strong winds and large hail into the hill country as our line of downpours and storms approaches uh, overnight. A two out of five severe weather risk is in place for portions of the hill country, but for most of us, a one out of five risk. Clearly, flash flooding is our main concern. It's a warm day, mid to upper 80s now, but the air is super humid. Dew points well into the 70s, almost to 80. The more humidity is in the air, the more conducive that is to really heavy downpours. So that's the setup heading into what we expect will be a very wet night and eventually a wet weekend. Rain chances pretty low here at 7, just 10%. 30% by 9, up to 50% at 11. We just about all get wet overnight into the day tomorrow. Coming up in first warning weather, we'll track that overnight heavy rain, show you the latest rainfall projections through the weekend and beyond, and just how long this wet pattern lasts. All right, Nick, thank you. People experiencing homelessness often camp near creeks and rivers across Austin. As we prepare for the potential for widespread floods, some of those spots could get dangerous this weekend. KXAN's Brianna Hollis looks at the efforts to try to keep those without a permanent home safe. A city spokesperson says staff and outreach teams have spoken with people who camp near water like Shoal Creek here, talking about this week's weather, even passing out these flyers about the rain. Some camps we usually see near the water were cleared out when we checked Friday afternoon. Austin typically touts its waterscapes, but this weekend city leaders have actually sounded the alarm on creeks and rivers. That's one reason homeless advocate Anthony Jackson has been so busy this week. On a time like now where it's raining a lot and there are potential floods and encampments, we're um, allowing our clients, our brothers and sisters to know that, hey, there's rain coming this week. You might want to prepare. He's also prepared to step in after the storms. Giving them the resources that they need, being that it's uh, raining, that will be things like jackets. There will be things like extra blankets. There will be things like clothes um, and anything else that they could possibly uh, utilize to help them stay dry. Welcome to the Peace and Love and Happiness Village, y'all. Esperanza Community Transitional Housing Site in Southeast Austin, its ribbon cutting came at the perfect time. What's great is that we don't have to worry about weather anymore. 50 people experiencing homelessness have moved into tiny home style cabins on the property. Safe shelter to live in with a door that locks and it doesn't leak 
and the wind can blow and it's not going to knock it over. Brianna Hollis, KXAN News. And a city spokesperson says if necessary, Austin police will step in to move people camping near creeks or rivers if their safety is at risk. Going in depth, this all started in 2019 when Governor Abbott's office gave the blessing for those experiencing homelessness to camp on the state-owned five-acre property along US 183 and Montopolis Drive in southeast Austin. It was a place where people experiencing homelessness could go while the state cleared out encampments beneath overpasses at a time when many shelters in the city were full, residents there decided on the name Esperanza, which means hope in Spanish. Shortly after, the Other Ones Foundation moved its headquarters to the lot to help improve the quality of life and connect people with services. 7th Street is back open after a deadly train crash this morning. Austin police say a train hit a car, killing the suspected drunk driver behind the wheel. Now, officers say they tried to stop the driver at East 7th and Neches Street around 2.30 this morning, but that driver took off, later hitting a train at 7th Street and Northwestern Avenue. Now, this all comes just just a few days after a drunk driver led police on a chase Tuesday night, the driver sped off while police attempted to stop them and police later boxed in that driver after they rammed into a police car. Police say they had to tase them for not complying. In addition to other charges, that driver was charged with aggravated assault of a police officer. There are a few factors that go into an officer deciding to go on a chase. According to APD rules, officers can initiate a pursuit if they believe a subject is attempting to evade arrest by fleeing in a vehicle along with determining the danger to the public. Now they can also decide to stop the chase if driving or weather conditions are unsafe or if it causes a threat to bystanders. The end of Title 42 brings a new wave of concerns for migrants entering the country and the already overwhelmed border communities trying to shelter them. And this as the political fight over immigration reform really heats up in Washington. NBC's Drew Petromo reports now from our nation's capital. Scenes of desperation at the border. A father carries an infant across the Rio Grande in a suitcase. They are among the thousands of migrants fleeing poverty and violence, looking for a better life in the U.S. My dreams are many. First is to provide a better life for my kids. Yenneth Palencia says her family traveled through seven countries before crossing the southern border to El Paso, Texas. But for future migrants hoping to do the same, the rules have changed. Late Thursday night, the immigration policy known as Title 42 expired. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas defending the administration's policies. We have been preparing for this moment for more than a year and a half. I have been very clear that it's going to be challenging, but we do have a plan. In place of Title 42, the Biden administration is using a mix of policies in hopes of controlling the border. They include new pathways for legal immigration and harsher penalties for those who don't use them. What they are going to encounter at our border is Border Patrol agents who will take them into custody and remove them. But Republicans are attacking the Biden administration's immigration policies. We have a humanitarian and a national security crisis at our border every single day. The Biden administration blames Congress for failing to act to reform immigration laws. Caught in the middle of the political brawl are the hopes and dreams of migrants. My hopes are now set and faith even stronger that I can accomplish everything I want. Risking their lives for a chance at the American dream. Drew Petromo, NBC News, Washington.
Picketing for better pay, the airline with hundreds of pilots on strike. Plus new blood donation rules, how it's becoming easier for gay and bisexual men to donate. And the bill to ban gender transition health care is back up for debate at the state capitol for the third time. The long fight both sides are gearing up for. United pilots are striking at major airports today to push for higher pay. This ahead of what could be a record-breaking summer travel season. This strike video is from the Cleveland Hopkins International Airport. United Airlines pilots have been working without a raise for more than four years while negotiating with airline management over a new contract. Pilots want to match or beat the deal that Delta Airlines reached with its pilots earlier this year, which raised pay rates by 34% over four years. We have reached out to Austin Bergstrom to see if any United pilots are picketing there. We haven't yet heard back. Well, new rules are making it easier for gay and bisexual men to donate blood. The new guidelines finalized this week equally scrutinizes all potential donors over their exposure to HIV, regardless of their sexual orientation, gender, or sex. Now, the restrictions were originally put in place during the AIDS epidemic in the 1980s to help prevent the spread of HIV. After highs in the low 90s yesterday, we were actually a little below average today in the mid 80s. But of course, the humidity made up for the temperatures being a little below normal. To the west of us right now, widespread severe thunderstorm watches. We'll show you when those strong and severe storms get here in first warning weather. Texas House Democrats have successfully blocked debate on a bill to ban gender transition health care for minors twice now, but tonight it's back on the calendar for a third time. Our Capitol correspondent Monica Madden reports on the possible legal fights ahead. Marching to the Texas Capitol Friday. Shut it down! LGBTQ rights protesters ready for round three. Protesting Senate Bill 14, which seeks to ban gender transitioning surgery or medication for Texas minors. This is going to impact them not only with that direct health care, but their mental health. Right? Suicide rates are going to increase and that is going to be on their hands. There is no high quality scientific evidence that puberty blockers, cross-sex hormone therapy or surgery helps children overcome gender dysphoria. Despite attempts to block this bill, groups on both sides are gearing up for legal challenges in anticipation of it becoming law, something that's already playing out in other states. Matt Sharp is one of those attorneys defending states like Alabama and Arkansas, which faced lawsuits after enacting similar legislation. States have the authority to regulate doctors. This is not telling parents what they can and cannot do. This is rather regulating the medical profession. LGBTQ advocates say either way, they're ready to keep up their fight. We have a lot of partners uh, in the legal system. They're going to be fighting this. and We're happy to continue to show up so long as this uh, kills the bill. Monica Madden, KXAN News. Now, the House actually got to debate on the bill this time after two unsuccessful attempts by Democrats to stall it. Debate is still going on, and lawmakers tell us they expect it to be a really long night. First warning weather with meteorologist Nick Bannon. All right, here's the view from the Oasis restaurant over Lake Travis. The gloom, some sunny rays trying to sneak through the clouds. 
the air so thick with humidity right now. The higher the humidity, the more efficient downpours can be at bringing as much rain to the ground as possible. And that's one of the reasons we're so concerned about flash flooding overnight. Right now, things are quiet and mostly dry here in Central Texas. We've had a, just a couple spotty showers, not even any thunderstorms yet, although there's the chance for a, a isolated storm or shower into the early evening. Mainly, we'll be waiting until all of this gets here later on this evening and overnight. So if you've got early to mid-evening, plans, I think you're fine. I think late evening and overnight is when we get more concerned about this heading here. What's the latest timing? Well, you can see this particular computer model picks up on the low chance for a spotty shower through the middle of the evening. There's 839 9 o'clock. Uh, early if there's an early arrival of the rain, it would be as early as 10 tonight. Most of our models are suggesting closer to midnight, though, in the hill country, and then between about 1 and 4 into the Austin metro. The leading edge of the heavy rain has the potential for large hail and damaging winds, but the greatest concern is going to be for the flash flooding that that leading edge of heavy rain could bring, say two to three inches per hour. The faster it moves, the better, because we don't want that leading edge where the rain is the heaviest to sit on any one location for too long. Moves into our eastern counties, and then we could get a resurgence of rain coming in from the south, and that could help to amplify our flash flooding concerns tomorrow. Then more waves of rain. There'll be periods where the rain is not as heavy, and you may be able to go out and run some errands, and this particular model dries us out at least temporarily tomorrow night. So rain chances tonight rise to 70%, especially near and after midnight, overnight lows of 70. And then rain chances tomorrow, just about everybody, maybe our eastern counties could miss out on a little bit, but we'll call it 90 to 100 percent rain chances Saturday. Rain chances a little lower on Sunday, Mother's Day, uh, where uh, a little more uncertainty regarding the rain coverage then. Flash flood threat, though, on Saturday has actually gone up as this area, the three out of four moderate flash flooding risk, has pushed northward now to include basically half of Williamson County, including Georgetown. The rest of you still at a flash flooding threat of two out of four, which is noticeable, but areas in the red are at the greatest concern for flash flooding here this weekend. Sunday, a two out of four flash flooding threat southwest of Austin. Most areas at a one out of four, though. Here's what we're thinking based on a lot of the computer models. We're not going to show you every one here, but the general takeaway is we think by Sunday night, most areas get two to five inches of rain. The problem with the flash flooding concerns is we could get some isolated six to eight inch amounts, and that would cause us some problems because six to eight is hard to absorb over uh, two days. Rain next week too, possibly an additional inch of rain or more. Here's how much we would get by the end of the seven days, and about 90% of this comes this weekend. Three to five inches for most, two to three a little to the north, five to seven, uh, say, near San Marcos and south. Here's a look at our first warning weather seven-day forecast. The flash flooding threat is not just for the weekend. It actually extends into Monday now, too. Rain chances do drop a bit, though, to 60% Monday, 40% Tuesday, a little up to 50% there Wednesday and back down to 40% with mid-80s Thursday and Friday. A bill passes in the House to reform the Texas Medical Board, how it targets doctors that shouldn't be practicing in Texas, and how it will impact patients. 
Right now you're looking at I-35 North and South at Westinghouse Road in Round Rock. Police have shut down the road and they're diverting traffic due to an incident on the bridge. We are working to learn more about this and of course we'll keep you updated on KXAN. The Texas House overwhelmingly passed a bill this afternoon aimed at reforming the Texas Medical Board. And KXAN's Matt Grant, whose investigation sparked this legislation, explains the potential impact for all Texas patients. In a nearly unanimous vote. I mean, 124 eyes and 13 nays, House Bill 1998 is finally passed. House Bill 1998 cleared the House and now moves to the Senate. KXAN uncovered a problem. Democratic Representative Julie Johnson of Dallas filed the bill in response to our series of investigations, which found dozens of doctors who had licenses revoked in other states practicing in Texas with no record of any discipline on their public physician profiles, a point Johnson referenced in remarks to lawmakers. Current statute governing the Texas Medical Board is riddled with loopholes that allows physicians licensed in Texas, especially those transferring between hospitals or moving into Texas from other states, to avoid disciplinary actions. The bill would make it a crime to lie on license applications and prevent doctors who've had their licenses revoked elsewhere from practicing here. And when disciplinary actions are over patient safety and in some cases their lives are put at risk. KXAN's investigative reporting has really shined a very bright light on the issue and exposed problems within the Texas Medical Board. Where Wendell is executive director of the nonpartisan nonprofit Texas Watch, a group that's advocated on issues including patient safety for more than two decades. We want to make sure that we keep those identified dangerous doctors away from the public so that they're not coming into contact with patients and harming them. And now we need the Senate to step up and do their job for patients. Matt Grant, KXAN Investigates. Johnson's bill was amended to have the medical board charge physicians a fee to cover the cost of their continuous monitoring with the National Practitioner Data Bank, which costs $2.50 per doctor per year. That would allow the board to find out in almost real time if a doctor has been disciplined elsewhere or is facing criminal actions. On the Senate side, Republican Bob Hall's bill also aims to reform the TMB. Now, it requires a panel of five doctors to review physician complaints. That bill passed the Senate today. It now goes on to the House. At 7 tonight, an hour of That's My Jam. Then at 8 o'clock, a brand new Dateline NBC. After that, we're back here for your evening news at 10 o'clock. Join us an hour earlier for KXAN News at 9 on the CW Austin. And here's where to find us. Thanks for listening to KXAN News Nightly. You can also listen to KXAN News Today every morning for more in-depth coverage of what matters most to you.